This week's episode was recorded on the road, and I experienced some technical difficulties with the sound. I apologize for the feedback, and we will be back in studio next week. Until next time, please bear with us, and know that this will not be a regular thing. Anyway, here's the episode. We can't choose the music that life gives us, but we can choose how to dance to it. Unknown. He's kind of crazy, she's a little insane. Keeping energy really messes with his brain. One is the forest, the other's husband is dead. That's why it's so messed up in the head. It's a Silver Linings Playcast. Hello everybody and welcome to the Silver Linings Playcast. I'm your host, Jamie Ward. And this, as far as I know, is the only podcast solely devoted to talking about Silver Linings Playbooks the movie and the Silver Linings Playbook, the book. By Matthew Quick, that's a little uh, extra added thing we did to the intro this week. Sorry I'm late and have not been on the ball with these podcasts. It has been a crazy couple weeks. I am actually recording this one from... Oklahoma City right now. I am staying with an awesome comedian who has booked me for the week. We've had two great shows. We had a good Tuesday show. We had a good Wednesday show. Wednesday was a lot better. I want to give you guys an opportunity. If you happen to be in the Oklahoma area, I will be tomorrow, Friday the 21st, at the Ritz Theater in Shawnee, Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Sorry, I got thrown off a little bit. I hear myself in the headphones, and there's a slight delay. We are pushing through it, but it did catch me real quick. Okay? Uh, but the Ritz Theater, Shawnee, Oklahoma, doors open at 7, show starts today. Uh, on Saturday the 22nd, we will be in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, at Rufftail Brewing Company. Again, Again, show starts show at, eight, at 8, and, and the doors the open, doors at, open seven. at 7. This, this, this goes this fine. Goes if fine. I'm talking at a regular speed, I can just, I can ignore, just ignore my echo. My echo. It's when it's I slow when down, I slow that's, down. That's, that's when I start when trying, trying to, to listen to myself, listen to myself. which is kind of crazy, because you know what? I don't listen to myself in real life, so I... Everybody should be on a slight time delay with themselves. We might think about what we say more often. And, and not, not get ourselves, get ourselves into, into penis, penis situation. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa, whoa. All right. All right. Uh, on uh, Sunday, Sunday, 23rd of January, January. <clears throat> this, is this is all the, the uh, 2022. 20, I will be at Great White Buffalo, White Buffalo in Stillwater, yeah, Stillwater Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Now, this, now, this is, is a, a 7 o'clock show. show. Doors, Doors will, will open, open at 6. six. So if you so happen if to be in the area, area come, come check, us, check out. us out. I don't know I don't what Great, Great White Buffalo, Buffalo is. is. I mean, I'm guessing it is a bar. bar. I've been told, been it, is told it is a college, college venue, venue, so he makes that makes one that a little, one cheaper. little cheaper. So if you're poor, so if you're get, poor tickets get tickets there. there. Uh, uh, tickets are available tickets are at, the at the door. <clears throat> don't quote me on this. I don't know this is a fact. I know last night that Andrew sells tickets that come with a chip that is redeemable for a free drink. I don't know if that happens at all the shows. 
Uh, just ask just for your ask free chip when you walk in, in and don't, don't say that you that heard you that, that on this podcast. But, but there's a good chance you didn't hear it on this podcast because nobody listens to this podcast except for, I could probably name off all my listeners right now. What's up, Brian? What's up, Chip? What's up, Nick? Okay. That's... And sometimes y'all don't listen to every single episode. All right. <clears throat> Let's get started with the podcast, podcast, part of this podcast. The meat and potatoes, as we should call it. This week's theme, uh, well, before the theme, we have a very special guest. You have heard her on an episode about like five episodes ago. Uh, she is, I have talked about it, super talented musician. Uh, she is an artist of all sorts she um, is a thrifter I have seen her piece together amazing art projects from Goodwills I'm not saying this in a demeaning way I'm saying this in a if we could all shop like her the world would be a better place she is a chef extraordinaire and things that I cannot mention on the podcast Jesus Christ Jesus Christ. Also, did you notice that your Chicago accent is completely in full form since you ate that pizza puff? I had a pizza puff today. Hey, you know what? You manifested it. I did. We, how many days ago did we talk about that? Like four? Can you, can you listen to yourself right now? It's blowing my mind how thick your accent is right now oh my god is it i don't maybe even know what it maybe is maybe it's just a clean feed it is clean clean, clean feed clean that's what the c and clean feed, feed for it's, it's actually c, c lean feed and uh, the c stands, c stands for, chicago. for chicago i don't even know what a chicago <laughs> accent is i did i did, I did go I get did chicago, chicago food today, today. oh I, my god it's blowing my mind like how this has to be, you're tapping into something right now, Jamie. This is, this You know what it is? I'm talking, uh, talking. through my teeth. It's like I'm, I'm not moving my jaw as much, and I'm talking through the teeth. Is that how y'all talk? Gross. But oh my goodness, I got... Is it really, like, you're not, okay, so, yeah, oh man, you're that tired. So, yeah. It's not tired, I was trying to enunciate that's what microphone. I'm saying. So you're tired. So you're trying to enunciate, but you can't necessarily like move your whole jaw. No, it's weird. weird. Like I, I, because I'm, I'm, I'm using this headset microphone. So. Okay, Britney Spears. I was like trying to talk into it, and apparently, that's how I make a more Chicagoy accent. I guess. Yeah, your vowels sound very round. I am. I am Is that very, a cat in the background? No, I'm sorry. I, I, think I think it's Friends. Like the show Friends. Again? It's, it's, it's on it's repeat on for the repeat dog. dog. I'm staying I'm with a comic here, here who has a, has a wonderful, wonderful dog, dog named Roxy. Roxy. But she's, but she's kind, kind of vicious. vicious. And so when <laughs> he is gone, he is gone, he is gone right, right now, now, he leaves he either Friends or... What's that show... Uh, with uh, uh, Fraser Crane. Crane, it was, it was, it was, like, it was his like his show. Just yeah, Fraser. I, I... Fraser. Fraser. Yes. Yes. 
the show. That's when you thought that he was having a party at the house. It was. (laughs) God, it's like, it sounds so loud over there. So he was just like. It was. He was playing Frasier. Egregiously blasting Frasier, which is incredible. It was. Because, I mean, like, to aggressively get psychological. I would have been more excited. If I had been like, it sounds like Kelsey Grammer and David Hyde Pierce are hanging out with my friend. <laughs> I was like, yeah. That's pretty incredible, though. Yeah. I, you know, like, I feel like Frasier needs to happen again in Seattle, but like in current day. Funny you should say that. Are you saying that genuinely? Yes, because I know that we've talked about this briefly, but my ADHD will not allow me to like latch on to the actual conversation. One of my friends. But I have not forgotten about it. And occasional listeners. And former writer. On not Nick. He's not. I, I don't actually want to say former writer. He's. We're still writers. But once, yes, once and always. The show that uh, is on indefinite pause. So, so he and I were going to write a show, and it was, and it was sort, sort of, of like, a like a spiritual, spiritual successor, successor to, to, to Frasier. Wow, okay, so explain that then. Hey, well, hold on. Yeah. Yeah. What was the quote? The, the, the quote the from, the from the beginning, beginning which, which uh, will be edited in later. later. Uh, yeah, we, can't we can't choose, choose the, music the music that life gives, gives us, us, but we can we choose how to dance to it. From unknown. Yeah, that's such a bummer that it's unknown. But I also saw. I, actually, you know what? It's not. It's not from an author unknown. Jamie made a, a funny earlier and said, "Hey, it's that philosopher named Pinterest." Yeah. <laughs> <I'll> t- <laughs> and that tickled me. Oh my goodness. I'll tell you oh, the three smartest philosophers of our generation. Um, Pinterest. Pinterest. Etsy, Etsy and anonymous. anonymous. They <laughs> between the three of them, they have said more wise things than any individual that was quoted. We are also looking for a like an inspirational Stevie Wonder quote, and the closest I could find was I haven't seen the Silver Linings Playbook yet. Um, he he didn't actually say that. <laughs> That came up, though, because you actually inspired uh, something about the movie I realized. Because you were listening to... Tell me, tell me who you were listening to the other day. Oh, my goodness. Um, Jacob Collier, um, he's like a, a young savant who... Incredible composer and, like... A lot of people that are... I'm sorry, I can't speak right now. Um, <laughs> a lot of the musicians that I respect and stuff, you know, they, they dabble in jazz and, like, they know a lot of theory and, and all that kind of stuff, and I really don't know where I come from as far as... I'm just surrounded by so many awesome people that I just kind of absorb everything. I really don't know, like, identity-wise, like, what I would be as a musician. I just make noise, but... Jacob Collier was, gosh, why am I, I'm like, I'm just, hey, you know what, I like him, so I'm just going to talk about him. Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) I made a whole podcast for a movie I like. 
Yes. Oh, I love you. <laughs> this is the greatest. Um, it's just like he inspires people that have been doing the same thing that he has done, but like in different, like the, the people that he idolizes are the same people that come to him and are like, oh, breathe new life into this. Tell me what you think. So it's, it's inspiring to see like a change of the guard, but it's not even a change of the guard. It's like this just reimaginative thing. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's just, it's awesome. I don't know. Ah, but he does a, uh, a cover of a Stevie Wonder song, which I didn't understand this until you told me earlier today that it's Don't You Worry About a Thing by Stevie Wonder is the song that they danced to in the movie. So yes. That's what you were listening to, and I ran downstairs. Yes, there we go. Sorry, see, it's And I was so excited because I was going to be like, that's the movie... Uh, song from the dance, and I'm, I'm looking up right now. It was uh, in 2012. His split screen video covers a popular song such as Stevie Wonder's "Don't You Worry About a Thing" uh, began to go viral on YouTube. And in 2014, Call Your Science, Quincy Jones's management company, I began working on his one-man audio-visual live performance vehicle designed and built at the MIT Media Lab by Ben Bloomberg. So, if this so, is 2012. This, is 2012. this guy is young. And yeah. Just, just knocking stuff yeah. out in his, his uh, mom's, in his room, in his mom's house. Yeah, and that's also, okay, so speaking of In My Room, he did a cover of In My Room by, um, um, hold on, do we have a date? Uh, 2016, uh, 2016 release. release. I don't know the specific date. No, I'm saying oh. a date. Is it? Did somebody just come home? Oh. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Andrew. Have... That's right. And listeners, if you hear in the background, there there is uh, noise. Um, because I told you I am staying with an awesome comedian here in Oklahoma City, uh, who has been kind enough to put me up. And we were spending the week doing shows. He just came <laughs> home. There's dogs in the back. There's friends playing. But you all are used to that. Because there's been noises in the back of this podcast. I've recorded this podcast in cars. Uh, I've done it in the back of clubs. I have, I have recorded this podcast uh, in almost five different locations. Almost five. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which actually, actually is, is sort of just something, something I, do I do because everybody might be interested. If you've been listening to this podcast for any length of time, that means you probably know me. And you probably know also that I used to sell as merch in my comedy shows uh, an album, a music album called Taylor Swift's 1989. Live. From Jamie Ward's Transact. Taylor Swift re-recorded all her music because her uh, old manager was like this shitty abusive person and was just terrible to all his um, clients and he was trying to like uh, hold on to the rights and not let her perform her own music. Uh, so she 
just was just like, was I'm like, going to re-record my music. So last yes. week, I re-recorded my album. <laughs> so it is so now, now available, available at, at all my shows and online. That's right, Taylor Swift's 1989 featuring Jamie Ward, live from Cotton Gin Studios. No longer featuring oh. a Trans Am. No longer featuring with Trans Am, nope. but also nope. uh, yeah. featuring some amazing <laughs> power tools. There's, there's, there is tools. There's actually not even, like, it's just, yeah, go ahead, sorry. There, no, 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 absolutely. I, I feel bad because I am talking over my guest more than normal, but you might hear background noise on that end, too, because I believe you are... Cooking right now. Yes, I am chopping onions. I, I told you I was like, man, I'm gonna get this stupid second wind, but it's gonna be like one of those weird ones. Can anybody relate? Absolutely. It's like you get to a point at the night where, gosh, it's like 11:18. I'm like, oh man, I wasn't feeling good. Hey, like I said, good. Ugh. Um. The more and more that I scroll through TikTok, which is like the worst thing, but I keep seeing people talk about how like one of their personality traits was that they hadn't caught COVID yet. And they melt down that they caught it this, this time around. Like, it's really becoming a thing where it's everybody, everybody is susceptible to it. So... It's just frustrating. It is. I'm like, it is. I'm like, I want to get better. I'm not contagious or anything anymore. But dang it. I don't want to take four hours more than I already take four hours making dinner. I know. It's okay. Because it's worth it. You're a good cook. What are What are you preparing? I know you're making onions. Did you get... I'm making, I'm making them grow. Did you get Italian um, sausage? Yes, Ugh, I'm still waiting it's because it's so cold up here. I live in a very old house, and I love every bit of it. But oh man, see, see, I started that. Man, there's so many things that I start and I don't finish. I just wanted fresh onions, and I wanted like actually, I wanted two different types of onion textures in this mm -hmm. because since I'm still getting my taste and smell back. Um, Texture is very important. Okay, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I just hijacked. Who's? No, you're the no, guest. But, but this is, this is just a free-flowing thing because, because I think everybody, I think everybody can, probably can probably tell I'm just I'm not, not super, super prepared because this because podcast, this podcast is, is being recorded on the road and we didn't even do one last week. But I, 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 let's go back. Let's circle back to what I was talking about. I got really excited because I recognized that um, you were listening to uh, Jacob Collier's... Yeah, yeah, um, I'm blanking on the word. Uh, arrangement? Uh, yeah, of uh, Stevie Wonder's Don't You Worry About a Thing. And that was the first time I realized that song is one of the songs that Pat and Tiffany danced to during the big dance scene in Silver Linux Playbook. And it's amazing that I didn't catch on to that. No. no. I know. I know. You're the, because 
you introduced me to this movie and there was such a build up to it. So like my personal frame of reference about that, like that movie was for me to overanalyze it, but in a way, A, I, I obviously was trying to like impress you with like, uh, like whatever. I was impressed. We took like eight, <laughs> like eight hours over two, two weeks, weeks. Uh, two locations uh, to watch the whole thing. Or, right yeah, to grasp it, Josh. Like, I. It was such a buildup, so it was it was difficult for me to like. I was paying attention to such different nuance when I watched it when we were like pausing it versus when we watched it at Jack and Austin's place. And I still never caught. Like, for me to be a musician, I feel like almost like a failure in a way. But, like, not necessarily. It, it's like this kind of, this feeling of freedom from just knowing all the music. Like, I was able to just put myself watching that movie in that position where we were all watching the movie or just you and I were watching the movie for, like, like both times. I didn't catch what song it was. Mm-hmm. So that's not saying anything bad about Stevie Wonder or their, their song choice. That's actually saying something incredible because they chose a song from my perspective that put me in the present more so than... I'm able to do so just on a regular daily basis. Like I didn't have to think about the actual song choice. It just fit so perfectly in my brain that I didn't have to think about the details. Sorry, that took way too long to say. <laughs> no. Yeah. I think that um I mean I've watched the movie a million times. Not a million. Probably like four. And Three I've of never, those were with never, me. No, I'm kidding. That's right. <laughs> but I definitely had never noticed that. And I, I realized the significant... And I think this is a testament to the filmmaking. One of those little yeah. tiny details. That's exactly what I'm saying, yeah. Because uh, one of the reoccurring themes in Silver Lining Playbook is that Pat is continually triggered by the Stevie Wonder song, My Sherry and More. And it sends him into his, um, you know, meltdowns, rage. It's not the same song playing, but I think there is a symbolism, and that the same uh, musician wrote uh, one of the songs, uh, performed one of the songs that was in the dance number, and he doesn't notice. He doesn't. Like, yeah. See, and that's okay. Yes. 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 So, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. No. 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 Please. Yeah. That's the thing. So, like, I asked you, I was like, wait a minute, what was, like, it was the Kenny G songbird, correct? Yes. In, yeah, in the, the book. book. And then you said that there, it was, like, um, like a Doobie, not a Doobie Brothers. Uh, no. Oh. <laughs> Tone look. Yes, and we just yes, learned. We just learned. Uh, and, yeah. Told me that, uh, it's pronounced Tone Loke. Which I've been mistaking now, my whole life. Now, after I said it, I actually think that I might be wrong. But unless somebody was trolling me, I was told I, that I, I was saying I don't lock. think you're incorrect, though. Because if you look at the actual spelling... It has, an, it has it the hyphen over the top of it, like the long it O. It does. See, so 
I yeah, I I definitely got like super mental crisis over that after I told you that. I'm like, well, somebody else corrected me, and I'm like, oh no, what if they were trolling me? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but in the book, it's Songbird, Songbird by Kenny G, by Kenny G. Total, Eclipse Total Eclipse of the Heart, of the Heart by Bonnie Tyler, by Bonnie Tyler. Wild yeah. Thing by Tone Loke, and Fell in Love with the Girl by the White Stripes. And I'm trying to look up what the movie is, because there's like four different songs, but I, it's actually harder to find that. And you can literally just watch the movie, but... So, do I need to go do that right now? I feel like no, I can, no, I can. Let me let me actually try to do this from memory. I know I'm already looking up. I think because there's a uh, scene. There's there's uh. Oh no, they're gonna. Of course, they're gonna ask me uh, some survey questions. I'm gonna skip that though. Dance with me. Okay, so those are the people before. So I'm gonna turn that down. I'm gonna fast forward. All right, here we go. All right, let us think this. Running in. Julia Stiles. There has to be some sort of crossover with that, too. I want to find a conspiracy about it. Up next, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Pat Solitano Jr. and Tiffany Maxwell. Junior, too. Uh I don't think he ever went by Junior. Wow, hold on. When when Chris walks in, he goes, "Damn, that has to be his his sort of." Come on, Pat. That has to be like his inner ego. Like, do you recognize this song? Yes. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. Sure. That's it. That's what I was. Yeah. 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 That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. I'm an idiot. It was the first song, though. This is literally what I was talking about. Yeah, is what I'm saying. Like, oh man. Don't you worry about a thing. So it's like, it's a slight remix. Okay, so. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. But, wow. Man, I have to go I have to go back and watch it. I'm going to watch it again tonight. <laughs> Do that. I feel like. Um, they, I'm sorry that I like. I know they I do know the, they do dance, the dance, dance, a dance, dance sequence, sequence from Singing from in the Rain, in the rain. Uh, uh, but I but think I they think do it to the music. It's it's for a sec. Um, it's probably like from like West Side Story or something. But maybe it is from from Dancing in the Rain. I can keep singing. Singing in the Rain. Singing in the Rain. I can keep going if we don't. In trouble. No, it's okay, because actually, so I want to talk about something else that this inspired me to think about. Yes. And it was a wonderful Easter egg that we saw in. Okay. Huge watch recommendation, everybody. If you missed the 2019 uh, limited series on Netflix, The Spy. The Spy is uh, Sasha, Sasha Baron Cohen <coughs> playing the Israeli secret agent Eli Cohen. Cohen. Yes. And it is so good. It is a true story. A six part. Just, just such a well done uh, limited series. And 
We sort of pieced together a little Easter egg, I believe. I haven't confirmed this on the internet, but we were noticing that the titles of the six different episodes. Yes! I'm going to read them to you, everybody. Episode one, The Immigrant. Episode two, What's New Buenos Aires. Episode three, Alone in Damascus. Episode four, The Odd Couple. Episode five, Fish Gotta Swim. And episode six, Home. I believe that every one of these is a reference both to something that happens in the episode, but also uh, is either like related to some type of play or book that was at one time. Or something something politically driven. And I'll be honest, I I recognize this first on episode two. What's new, Buenos Aires? Because, yeah, that's just one of the songs from Evita, which is one of my favorites. Um, but that's what that's what's new, Buenos Aires. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, and it's an episode. And of you you pointed that out to me, and I feel oh. like such a shill. No, no, <laughs> <laughs> a musical theater nerd, but I'm really not a nerd. It just and uh, fish got a swim is a. Lyric, or it might be the song title, but I know it's in the song. I don't know where the song is originally from, but I know it's in the show Showboat. The Odd Couple was a play by Neil Simon. Um, and then we looked up, we madly looked up The Immigrant Alone in Damascus and Home. There is a play called The Immigrant. I don't know if that was there referencing. <laughs> Um, Alone in Damascus is the book that this was all based on. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so they're they're all art. Mm-hmm. Like, or, or like, yeah. So, now also, you could even get deeper. Oh, man, I wonder if all of those plays are... Oh, wow. Did they go that deep? Oh, my goodness. Rabbit hole. Um... It seems like a lot of those came out around the same era, so maybe they were inspired by something, or maybe they have a common theme. I would love to run down that road. Definitely. We will. We should definitely devote a whole episode yes. of the Silver Lining Plague, because, you know, um, I like to use this to discuss other movies, books, and media that I find interesting. All I do is just look for a way to connect it to Silver Linux Playbook, and boom, it's done. The whole see, and this this could be. Uh, I wonder if, like you know, the immigrants and what's new, like Buenos Aires, and like, <coughs> do all of those potentially have like some sort of like prisoner aspect? Where you have like passion, but you're still a prisoner of your passion, or and it's and it's really interesting because like the thing I know about Evita is that it's a political story that's taking place in I believe the 1950s, which is like 10 years before the Spy. But the story of what's happening in that plays into. The political that's a, situation. Yes, 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 yes. See, and that's that's what I was talking about. Like, so 
Sorry, I am cooking now. Mm -hmm. I'm trying. I'm trying. No, it's ah! good. Trying You're to doing. adult. Um. Oh goodness. Okay, so I actually okay. I'm trying to figure out if I want to. I'm sorry. I just moved the dang speaker closer to the microphone. So if there's feedback, let me know. There's not. There's actually sounds a little better. Okay. Um. I brought the mortar and pestle out because I might try to toast like some coriander seeds if I still have some. Cause I'm weird. Hey, buddy. There's a kitty cat. Um. No. Okay. So. Oh my goodness, um, the plays and the books and stuff that they, that they chose, there, there could be some sort of underlying, man, like, I would love to look into, like, the other people that were not necessarily producing, but, like, you know, the writers for each episode and stuff and, like, what they're called. I bet that they, they put a bunch... Yeah. Let's see, like, I feel like there's, not to be, like, conspiratorial, um, but I, I feel like there's, like, these, like, people that, that are creating in, in genres that are, like, you know, like, horror or documentary or, like, dramedy, like, not just, like, the regular, like, Marvel movies or rom-coms and stuff. Even though, like, I'm not, I'm not dissing those types. Um, they're, they're just, they're easier to... Hold on, one second. No, but I mean, <coughs> I'm just gonna, like, run with where I think we are going with that. And historical fiction... Historical, historical faction, faction and, and just, just things, things that are based on based real events. Event. I definitely I think definitely there's, there's a lot of, a lot of resources, resources put into that. I mean, I, yeah, I know I a lot know of people. people I, I've, done I've done some writing. Nick's done Nick's some writing. writing. Um, um, and one of the things we did, we get interested in like a historical period and in doing research for it, that helped shape the narrative of what we were going to write. And then we and sort then of go back and back bury those bury details, details in, story in story so that it doesn't, so that it doesn't look, look like it's like just a documentary. documentary. And, so and so that's definitely, definitely there was a, there lot, was a lot, of lot of care put into it. Yeah, there's, the there's, a, there's a lot of... There were so many details. The cars, all the products, the wardrobe. Yes, yes, yes. Like, you're talking about the spy still? Yeah. Yeah, and like... Remember I told you, like, when we were watching it, I was like, oh, my gosh, like, half of their budget had to go from, like, renting or had to go to, like, renting all of that period, like, those period vehicles. And the thing is, is that you, wow, oh, man, existential, here we go. Um, what happens if people stop caring about that, that beautiful originality and, and things like that and where they just like they make replicas and like because that's the thing it's like oh we can make a copy of something and like you know it, it's the same thing as like going to a big city and being dragged down an alleyway and be like hey we have this Gucci purse that is only like $15 like if you stop so caring about that then you get the last, the last airbender, airbender. 
directed by M. Night Shyamalan, which has four out of ten stars on IMDb. And even lower on That's not fair. I shouldn't throw that under the bus. That's. But also, like, okay, hold on. Well, it has five percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Five. Mhm. Oh my goodness, that is low. And it's not okay. I'm I'm one of the few people that defend this film. It's not a terrible terror film. It is a disappointing live action adaptation of one of the greatest animated series of all time, uh, in my opinion. Now, here's the thing, though. Now, here's the thing, though. You also have to understand that it's already an adaptation of something that is relatively modern. Mm -hmm. So there's, there's a whole generation that is still alive. There's actually, like, two whole generations that are still alive that know nothing about that style or that storyline or you know that's like it's like witchcraft to some people that are still alive on this planet today Mm -hmm. like so as as human beings That like, oh man, I, I I was gonna go like way too far. I'm I'm thinking. You way can't too go far enough with this podcast. <laughs> Watch me! Watch me! What? No, um, <laughs> I can't. I can't. Like, duh. There's just there's too much, and like it would have. I okay. would have to like. Maybe not. I don't That's know. Okay. Oh my gosh, this onions smell so good. I put the uh, the bacon grease in with them, and I put like a whole Ooh. bunch of like black pepper. I told you this was gonna like, even though I did all the canned stuff, it's gonna take me eight and a half hours to make something. Canned stuff? I did that on stage last night. Hey, So hey, Jamie. Yes. You know that you carry a heavy load. That's what she said. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> you you carry a heavy load. We were talking about like just how certain things weigh on you as an artist and like as as just like even just a human being. You don't even have to be like creating something to just feel the weight of, of certain experiences in the world and whatnot. Uh, <laughs> bear with me. I think it's quite astounding that you also develop bruises when you carry your backpack because you put all these things in your backpack that can sustain your life and then other people and and whatever it's like you can carry your life on your shoulders i don't know why i'm going into this but i thought it's not a good no okay so that's actually actually amazing were you gonna take out on us though because i was gonna tell you how wonderful you are thank you you were wonderful (laughs) That's hey, 
Stop it. Let me give you a compliment. You okay. Jerk. I'm going to take the compliment. I am pretty wonderful. And I'm take it. Take to... it. And unfortunately, you have not seen another movie. What did you call me? That, uh, no, I'm unfortunate. No, but you're very. Oh, poor unfortunate soul. You... <laughs> See, it's just things that everybody. Gross. I sing Disney songs. Uh, but I mostly do the voices. I like to do the. Uh, Back to what we were. I specifically like the. Um... Oh no! I can't hear anything. No. Not like a ha! Look at this idiot. It's more like a like. The equivalent of like what bittersweet yeah. is, but it's not bittersweet. And maybe it is. Maybe that is a very good example of bittersweet. But like you get, you get the bruises from wearing your backpack, like of just carrying around your weight. So it's. The not reason a I got really excited What's about the, the backpack analogy. Coincidence? No. The back, backpack, backpack comes, comes from, from one of my favorite movies, movies that I feel is very much, very much in line with Silver Linings Playbook. Uh, it's, uh, it's it's a it's different director, director um, um, but up, up in the air. And I showed you the trailer for it. It's a George Clooney film. Yes, um, and I haven't seen it yet. And like, the, remember, I wasn't in the right place yeah. yet. I'm so yeah. sorry. Most people aren't. It's a very heavy movie. But one of the things I love is George Clooney's character as he goes around. Hey, hold on. Didn't it? Didn't it get like? Did it get what? Um. I'm losing my connection to clean feed. Oh no. Didn't it get... It's connected. Anyway. You all know... Okay, so we've lost our connection. Anyway, uh, George Clooney... Definitely... Um, he goes around and he's he's sacking different people at different corporations and he gives this analogy to them in his presentation where he talks about I want you to imagine that you have a backpack and in that backpack is everything in your life that is important to you uh, your family your job your kids your activities your hobbies and he's like I want you to put it all in there put it on your back and then like how much does it weigh what do you want what is worth carrying forward um and okay well i was making that point but it seems like unfortunately we may have lost our guests so i am prepared to just soldier on and finish this episode but you know what? we're getting pretty close to the end uh i think this actually might be good because if we go back in time to the beginning we did oh okay now let me let me circle back actually okay so also i've been listening to this amazing podcast mysterious universe mysterious universe has been on for over 10 years i think they have weekly episodes it's an incredible podcast if you're into things where they talk about paranormal um conspiratorial uh they talk about um ufos science uh different like scientific phenomenon just mysterious universe it is such a well-researched podcast it is a little funny but the two uh australian hosts 
really keep things lively with their their accents, but they have done a remarkable amount of research on all their topics, so it's a very informative and educational podcast. And one of the things they were talking about was, because uh, they, they're, so the reason I like them is that they talk about and sort of like entertain the idea that anything could be true, but they are, they really approach it sort of as skeptics too. They, they talk about these things and they're, they're sort of like, I don't know if it's true. The only things that they will ever assert is the things that they are absolutely scientifically certain about. And then they will sort of mention things that they believe or have experienced or if they're talking to a guest too. Um, But then they'll sort of inquisitively bring up and float the ideas of the more uh, mysterious things that right so one of the things they were talking about which was sort of like a a accurate historical interpretation of some of the sort of more uh mysterious phenomena they were talking about was about how ancient civilizations have always had a very linear concept of time they were talking about sort of uh, reincarnation having multiple lives the idea that basically people on this planet have always thought that time was a loop, it was a circle, and really the first time that this concept that time is linear and only progresses forward is very much associated with Christian ideology. That, that the, um, I believe they were talking about during the, the Christian Reformation, or I'm not sure you'll have to listen to that episode, it was a recent episode, but they were talking about sort of the establishing uh, the BC AD eras and using the birth of Christ as sort of this marker in which time moves forward uh, singularly with the rising numbers is the way that time is supposed to work. And it is not uh, this loop that people do. So, hey, yeah. uh, how'd it go? Good? Good? Happy? Good? All right. Excellent. I'm sorry. I've just finished up my podcast. That would be quiet for the last 10 minutes. But I'll see you tomorrow, man. Appreciate it. Um, yeah, but... Anyway. Yeah, it is late. It is a uh, 11.48 here. So this is getting recorded and processed just in time to get on our Thursday deadline. It probably will not get uploaded until technically tomorrow. But this is our 83rd episode we are just getting in under the water. Um, I'm going to wrap it up because I'm tired and I've got uh, a couple more shows to do this weekend. Looking into going a good weekend. But anyway, yep. Yeah, uh, just remember, Friday the 21st, Shawnee, Oklahoma. The Ritz Theater shows at 8. Saturday, 22nd, Oklahoma City. Rough Tail Brewing Company shows at 8. Uh, Sunday, 23rd, Stillwater, Oklahoma, at Great White Buffalo. Show is at 7, doors are at 6. If you're interested, uh, you can check out uh, links on all my social media or in the show notes. Also, thank you guys for tuning in. Um, Next week, I should be back in studio and able to record a much more informative podcast. But also, looking to have guests on looking making plans to talk to other people uh, a little bit about silver Lang's playbook and a lot about life but thank you guys for tuning in 
as always, you know, I say guys in the generic sense, people, all people, um, but it's mostly you three guys. But uh, anyway, thanks for tuning in to Silver Lining Playcast. As far as I know, still the only podcast fully devoted to talking about Silver Linings Playbook, the movie, and thus Silver Linings Playbook, the book. Did I say it wrong? Might have. Anyway, we, uh, until next time, we'll see you down the road. And Excelsior. He's kind of crazy. She's a little insane. Keeping energy really messes with his brain. One is divorced. The other's husband is dead. That's why it's so messed up in the head. It's a silver linings play cast.